0: All right, so here we are with our podcast, and today you'll find us on the 4th of September. Wait, August. August.
1: (laughs) Come on. We were just talking about, like, Chloe was literally just saying, (laughs) time is flying, but not that fast. All
0: right, but uh, it has been a while since we've done an unfiltered podcast, because let's just paint a picture, because right now, Ashley and I are together again in the studio.
1: Yeah, after like a month.
0: Yeah, it's been a little bit. Uh, Chloe, good morning, is right now talking to us via Zoom, basically. And uh, yeah, so so Chloe was the one who ended up having COVID a couple months ago, but now all of us are clear. But because of the way that times are, and because of how much of um of an impact it made to have the studio clear of any DJs, mm-hmm. we're we're now not having all the DJs back here. I, I don't know if, if that just made sense, but what I'm saying is is that. There's only a few of us that are allowed in the building.
1: Well, and management doesn't want all three of us in here because one person goes down. If someone else gets it, that's the whole team down. So it's kind of like, you know, if somebody catches something on a baseball team, you yeah. don't want them all around each other because then they're, yeah, you got no players.
0: Well, and let's talk about that really quick because I had a couple of our friends that that were saying, oh, well, I, I see these people, you know, on CNN and, and whatnot. You know, they're all doing their shows from home. Um, you know, what makes it so difficult for you guys to do your show from home? Well, the show's not difficult to do from home if you have somebody here to kind of produce. Yeah. Right? And when the whole staff is told to stay home, there's nobody here. So everything that we're doing is via Wi-Fi, dropping stuff in folders that exist in other drives. So it was it was a lot of work.
1: And to the sound quality. Like, I know for a fact you could tell that we weren't in here because you could tell our mics were off, sounded a little bit fuzzier than usual. Yeah. Um, but that's how we, we made it happen. So now that we're back in here... It's a relief, knock on wood. Everybody's still trying to be safe because remember, like there's seven other stations in our building. We're all like a family. Yeah. And we're all hibernating as you may call it in our own studios so that not one person passes it to another.
0: I mean, for real. So the past 2 weeks that you have uh, that you and I have been allowed back in the building, we haven't even visited the coffee machine.
1: I know. I've gone to the bathroom and that and that's it.
0: Uh I, I, I hope this lets up soon it's just so weird like even when we went on vacation i mean you know you you try to go on vacation to get away from things and uh with the way that the the world is experiencing this pandemic even up in the mountains everybody had face masks and here in the building you're walking around with face masks and
1: i know well and two you don't know where those other people have been i'm not gonna lie they might be our coworkers, but i'm sorry i see you're out and about on social media please do not come in my studio and I, I don't even care right now that you got to be like that a little bit right now because you just you don't know. And then yeah. you all, all of a sudden see, and you know, so and so family member had covid and now right. they are in our building. So that's just it's just the way of the world right now.
0: Well, Chloe, how are you doing? You're you're now what, two weeks covid free? Three
2: weeks covid free and I feel fine. I'm back to living a normal life. I mean, it's mixed feelings from people. Some are like, oh, you can get it again. Some are telling me I'm not, but I'm still being extra cautious and careful with everything I do.
1: Well, and she moved in the meantime, she had to move out of her apartment into a new apartment. So even when Obi was on vacation last week, you missed all that we talked about on the show. Like she's living by herself now. She's a, she's an independent woman living in her own apartment.
2: I am an independent woman. I love it. It's so nice. Just coming home to a clean house, not having to entertain anyone.
0: Yeah. So what, and what did your old roommate do? It was that a sad scenario? Like saying goodbye? Like I hate goodbyes.
2: It was. She's my best friend. We've been best friends for years. So she's living somewhere else and I'm living by myself, but I just saw her yesterday. So she lives 10 minutes up the road. So it's not like we're like separated forever. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. And how did your move go? I hate moving. Moving sucks. The we worst. just had to we just had to move my parents. They moved from our house now to a, a new house in Clermont where they're going to have a lot more room. So so moving sucks. Who helped you move, Chloe?
2: Mom, dad, and bro came up. And it's funny because on their way up here, I was calling them. I was like, Hey, how far out are you guys? Where are you? And they're like, It's Jane G Moving Company, because my mom is Jeff and Gina. So they are professional movers. The amount of times they've moved my brother and I in and out of dorms, apartments, places to live. So
1: And I bet a lot of parents out there can totally relate, at least that are like have kids my age, Chloe's age, yeah. however age, when you remember moving your kids in and out of college, in and out of apartments. It was the worst. And Not now worse. you've learned Learn the lesson to just bite the bullet and pay for movers.
2: (laughs) Smart. Maybe that'll be the next thing I do.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. You know, I hate moving my own stuff, let alone somebody else's. Because then you're picking up stuff that, you know, you kind of don't even care about.
2: Especially if you're
1: moving your parents' stuff. Like, Obi, you told us last week that your parents were moving out of the get... First of all, wait, let, let's get into this. You guys built a guest house for your parents that they've now moved out of. Right. So are you guys feeling bitter at all that you spent all that money for your parents to live in it? Or are you going to use that for, like, who are you going to use that for?
0: Uh, Well, okay, so, so it, it is a little bittersweet because we wanted to honor my parents by having them a, a place to stay. But my parents are still kind of young and vibrant yeah. and still doing a lot of stuff. They
1: didn't need, they're not like, their health isn't. Deteriorating. Um, yeah. Right.
0: Right. Like you right. don't have to it,
1: care for them.
0: Right. Like, I mean, they, you know, even the guest house has stairs and like both my parents can make it up and down the stairs easily. You yeah. Know? Um, My mom is crafting like there's no tomorrow. Uh, So basically that the square footage that we afforded them, it, it's just not enough. It's not enough. So they found another place in Claremont and my brother and I. Had to help move. And yeah, man, it's, you know, moving sucks.
1: It's horrible. I say it every time. It is the worst.
0: Well, and I hate to ask my friends to do it. So I don't know if that's a, you know, there's probably a psychiatrist or psychologist out there who's probably listening to me right now and says, okay, that's probably a pride issue. But I don't like to ask my friends to help me move. Yeah. Because I hate it. Right. Let alone have my friends, you know, and then you, and then you owe them something yep. or there's this weird obligation. And, and then they
1: get to know a different side of you that you maybe don't want them to know because you're like, no, I, I just I need this here. I need this there. Like sometimes it is easier, even though it is expensive. You yeah. just have movers you don't know. You don't have any personal connection to. And if, you know, they're late, you can take it up with the company and bitch at them and not your friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Chloe, I, I get it, though. On a on a morning show producer's salary, you probably didn't have the mover. Yeah. The mover costs.
2: I did not. I had mom and dad and just lots of hugs and love. And thank you. <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. OK. So uh, so can we talk about how my son I uh, we talked on the air about how my son went to summer camp? We sent him to one of these CDC friendly uh, quarantine type summer camps where he was going to be there with with twenty other kids.
1: Yeah, and it was like a week long, right, or like five days.
0: Yeah, and the last time that I went on a summer camp, it was the last time I went to a summer camp. It was Space Camp here here at, in uh in um Titusville, yeah, yeah. Kennedy, Kennedy Space Center. So this was when I was like twelve years old. My mom had won that, you know, uh, at some event that she went to. She won it via raffle. And I cried my eyes out the first night. And my parents came back and they got me. So we drilled it into Zach. I, I, I told him, I said, dude, you, you know, you can be as tough as possible. But if this does happen, just know that mom and dad, we do love you. But I, I'm going to need to leave you there. So this way you don't go through what I went through. Right. You know, I had to then rise to the occasion every single time something came up after that. Yeah. Because I felt so guilty. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want my son to go through that. And... The first two days, he was texting us left and right that he wanted to be picked up. Yeah. This was in South Carolina, so there was no, all right, buddy, we're, we're turning around and we're coming to get you. Right. So by the time the camp ended, just Zach has turned into a little man. He grew. He did. He matured. I, uh, I made a joke on the air that he sprouted a, a hair. <laughs> I mean, because... So so at camp, by day two, they confiscated his phone. Because he was
1: trying to text you guys <laughs> right. to pick him up.
0: And by day number six or whatever day it was into it, man, they had sent us so many pictures of Zach and all the guys doing trust fall adventures, canoeing, paintballing, uh, uh, archery, uh, all of these different things that just he just came back different.
1: Well, and had you not had let him stay or made him stay and you would have picked him up, he probably would have feared going anywhere again, like going on any trips with friends, even doing certain trips with family members or going somewhere that he didn't think he was going to like. He would have been like, no, I'm not going to like it. And he probably wouldn't have looked forward to things. But now since you made him stick it out and he realized he liked it and how many cool things he got to do now, maybe he's a little more open minded even at 10 years old
0: yeah well and it and it transferred it transferred because now the sisters you know they want to go and the sisters literally saw their brother grew up uh, grow yeah you know like evolve so so now the sisters don't have an excuse now the sisters are like, oh, well, we want to be on Zach's level. Yep. And um, yeah, so it's just, uh, it's fun. So that's a proud parenting moment out of something that happened for me that just, man, I, you know, I want to go to NASA space camp right now. <laughs> I want to take a whole week uh, so this way I can prove that I can do it. we needs a redo. I need a redo on NASA space camp. <laughs>
1: that would be hilarious. We have to make that happen.
0: That would be so but cool. But what would I, do? I, I? I wouldn't be allowed to stay in the bunks with the kids.
1: Well, no, You're but the, I'm sure there's some type of like daily one you could. They could work out for you where you go nah, to. No, I got to
0: do a whole week. I got to okay, do a you whole need week his own room. I, yeah, where I'm away from my wife <laughs> and kids and my mom and dad. That would be really funny. We should
1: work that out. But now that now that you guys are back from your vacation, Zach's back from summer camp. You guys are gearing up for school to start. Yeah. which we've talked about on the show already. You guys are in a little bit of a different situation because it's a private school. Yeah. And so you feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, we've heard from a lot of people.
0: <clears throat> yes and no. See, I'm about to admit something that's... That it, uh, I don't know how y'all are going to feel about this, but just know that our, our lifestyle is just a little different, okay? So the private school that we go to, we really, really love it. We're not ready to have our kids back in public, though. So we're paying private school... So this way they can maintain their space, their their spots there, mm-hmm. and then they're just gonna go like every Friday. Friday they have chapel yeah. at school, and so the kids will be able to go. That's where they'll get their socialization. And
1: Monday through Thursday it's all virtual.
0: Monday through Thursday it's just with us at home, right? And then on Fridays they'll go to school, so this way they can see their they can see their friends.
1: I mean, honestly, I, when you set that up, it's like you know, no, I don't think anyone's judging right now because so parents are picking so many different options, and like yeah. that's it's a lot of stress, and two. One of our friends where we went scalloping a couple weekends ago, they have a 15-year-old who said a very similar situation. I forget what school it is, but it's Central Florida. It's private. And she's like, yeah, I'm paying this amount of money to keep him in school when I don't even know if he's going to be going there. But having, they were saying, because he is older, having the the transcripts and having the degree from the high school he's going to be graduating from is going to help him for colleges. So they're not pulling him out of there either.
0: Hey, tough <laughs> times, tough times. You know, we're still, of course, utilizing the, the the school as much as we can, but we just don't want them physically there uh, every day of the week. So
1: what would because I'm not a parent again, anyone that knows the show. I'm not a parent yet. But what would make you feel comfortable? Does you personally like what would be the the changing point would be like, you know, what? Uh, OK,
0: I don't know. I don't know, because you, you see all these other schools and you see all these other people trying, you know, whether they're saying that the kids are going to have to wear face masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the different things that they're trying to to do, I I just think time. Yeah. Time. I think that's the only thing that's going to make me feel comfortable putting my kids back in school every day of the week. Because it's going to—can it's. we be a little honest? It's going to be inevitable, right? Like, it's going to pass from one kid to another kid. Yeah. And if they're all even in the same room together for five hours at a time— Well,
1: that's what I was just going to say is— I mean, those of you that are that have no option, that have no choice, that have to send your kid to school because you have to go to work or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's things that the government and the politicians and the medical experts are saying to give you a little bit of reassurance, um, but- you'll see how this first wave goes, right? I guess the first semester until January rolls around where a lot of parents will have yeah. the choice to either put their kid back in school once January comes around. And, well,
0: and, and that's what we'll face. We'll face January where we'll say, okay, wh- where's the world at now? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I've got some very cool alpha male friends that are like, dude, everybody eventually just needs to get the COVID so this way we all fight it. And I know, and we I've clear heard that. off. So, so send your kids to school, you know, this is... it. And I get that, too. So, again, like what Ashley said earlier, I, I love hanging with people who don't sit in that judgment seat. Totally. I may do it different than you may do it. The Our neighbor may do it different than all three of us. Well, so. and Obi
1: and I, too, like, we keep the controversy off the air. But behind the scenes, we talk about, like, conspiracy. And this isn't like what we're pushing on anybody. It's just things that we see on the internet. And we're like, oh, do you hear this? Like, what if this could be true? So there's things like that when you're talking about your yeah. buddies that say everybody needs to get it. Like, I've heard that too. And I'm almost like, well, when you see the numbers and they're saying it's the same amount of numbers from the H1, H1N1. Remember the swine flu years ago? It's like yeah. there's so many different things. And you're like, okay, do I need to just get it to get it and be done and over with or not?
2: <laughs> because that's that's a real discussion.
0: Chloe, what are your feelings on that?
2: (laughs) I I honestly was like half listening.
0: (laughs) Best best answer while recording an unfiltered podcast. Seriously.
1: So what is Chloe doing right now?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Okay. So uh, we have a little bit of a delay with Chloe as we are talking to her via the computer. Ashley and I here in the studio. Uh, but I am excited that uh, that things are kind of feeling like they're getting back to normal. This week, we started with the O-Town Showdown. Yeah. We brought that back, and it was nice to hear people say that they missed it. That was a, that was a game that Ashley and I came up with on the air that's just really fun to play, and we're giving away SeaWorld passes. Um, so that was fun to return today. Also, the deal with Universal.
1: Yes, the ticket. So that's a real thing. It almost thing. seems unreal. I know. Well, that's honestly, when it came down yesterday, the deal is you basically buy your single-day ticket Right now, and I think adults, it was like 164 bucks. You buy that for both parks, Islands of Adventure and Universal, then you're able to go whenever you want, even if it's every day, unlimited through December 24th. But wow. that, I was saying to Obie on our regular morning show, that that is just a sign of like them trying to do all they can Certain to bring man. in some money with the cancellation of Halloween Horror Nights, which had to bring in millions for them just for their Halloween event that usually happens. Man. To uh, now this deal, which, by the way, you can add in the the water park, Volcano Bay, for like an extra 20 and
0: I mean, that's a steal. That, the go to the parks. I mean, that is an absolute steal. And I think of, um, you know, I think of like if I were to go the way that I would want to repay. Well, I, I guess not repay because you, you think of these companies as being big corporate companies. But I would just spend money on food. You know, souvenirs that maybe I wouldn't buy in the past, Mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of help out. I don't know, my way of chipping in.
1: Well, and two, I mean, you see at the same time you see them doing this deal, you also see layoffs happening constantly. So that idea of trying to help no matter which way you can, if you can, I think is a natural feeling. And then the two, knock on wood, you know, we haven't seen anything where it says there's been any COVID cases at Disney or Universal. So you can only hope that they're taking all the precautions. And, and a lot of people are saying, hey, now's the time to go, too. These lines are like nothing with the capacity yeah. level.
0: Yeah. I'll send a shout out to Aaron Parr, who will text me during the morning show sometimes. And he was at Disney a couple of times in the past two weeks. No lines. Yeah. You get in and off the rides. He said it's like nothing he's ever experienced in his life. It's and-
1: probably like those of you that ever have had like a VIP experience where you can get right on. Golly. Yeah.
0: All right, well, good stuff. Okay, uh, what are we missing? Are we missing anything? Oh, you know what? Here, before we wrap this up, because I know that the both of us, uh, it, it's time for us to get out of here, so we can make room for Melissa to get in. But uh, just wanted to thank you. The podcast is being listened to more than anything we've, we, more than any number we ever thought could happen, and it's all because of you listening to this podcast. So really appreciate it, and hope you're okay with us when we stumble. Uh, when an occasional curse word slips out or whatever, just because this is what this unfiltered podcast is all about. So it's unscripted. Chloe, are you paying attention?
2: I'm paying attention. I'm listening.
0: <laughs> just, checking. <laughs> just checking.
1: And the reality of it, though, is we don't have this much time during a regular morning show on the radio station to just chat. So this is our way yeah. where you're going to get all sorts of other discussions, things that we can't squeeze into our show all on the unfiltered podcast. So share it with your friends too. Any of your friends that like, you know, love the second date update or love listening to Obi and Ashley, let them know that we have this because yeah. Hey, we appreciate the numbers when they, when they increase.
0: Yeah, man. Awesome stuff. And look, we gave you this whole unfiltered podcast in under 20 minutes. All right. You stay blessed and we'll see you on the other side. Wait, wait! I said we'll see you on the other side. That made it sound like like death. Oh, De- God. Not, not death. Not I death. I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. All right, bye. <laughs>